Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast. This is Christy. And this is Serena. And we're sharing how we've learned to see the gifts in the mess and the joys of life, because that's the whole point. Enjoy the show. All right. Today we are talking about lady friendships, which sounds kind of creepy, but it is not. We are talking about the importance of friendships we're talking about the depth of friendships and also what we need, who we need to be in order to have these rich, um, self-sustaining, life-sustaining friendships with other women. So, yeah. So there's, they've done statistics about how long women live, what's required for women to live longer, what's required for men to live longer. So they do studies and they took men who were married and men who weren't married. And the men who were married lived longer. They took women who were married and women who weren't married, and they lived the same. There was no difference. And then they took women who had a good group of girlfriends and women who didn't. And the women who had the good group of girlfriends lived longer. And we think there's a reason for that. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So we're going to talk about it. And... um. I just, so we were talking about like why, why we don't do this well. Like it's, I mean, it took me a long time to be able to have good women friendships and it was a scary process and it was like a growth process and all of this kind of stuff. And so we were talking about one of the biggest things required in a friendship and the scariest things to do in the friendship, which was honesty, like being honest and what a, what a, uh, important piece that played and what it looks like to not be honest and to be honest and, and it's pivotal actually mm-hmm. the honesty is actually the thing that will make or break the friendship so I think let's rewind back a little bit because I want to bring into this the reason um, this is an important topic for Serena and I is because we have both been challenged in the past with having close female relationships that are sustaining or that um, we felt like kind of continued right yeah, and so I always I always told a story because I had four brothers and I do boys better. I do males, like I understand them. Like if a man is mad at you, well, not a man. Okay, the way I grew up, my brothers, if they're mad, you just know it and they're mad and like they punch you. But, like with <laughs> girls, I mean, when I grew up, not currently, to be clear, but like with girls, they'd be mad and like nice to your face and mean behind your back. And I was like, I cannot understand this. I don't do nuance. Like I do... Mm-hmm. Blunt, And so I always told the story like that, oh, I always get along with guys better because of that. Yeah. And that wasn't the whole thing. So I wondered if you ever had anything like that, like that you told yourself or, I mean, I did end up having, it was easier to have male friendships. Um, and it wasn't the reason I thought though. Yeah. Well, for me, so I grew up as an only child raised by a man only. Right. I didn't have a mother figure that I had a relationship with. I had a grandmother that was in my life and I've had, luckily, I've been very lucky to have female role models, but that were, I would say, at arm's length. They were never, I never felt tightly connected to a woman growing up in a way that was um, where I understood what that relationship was supposed to kind of look like. So I had friendships, um, but they would kind of come and go and and what happened for me is I have always taken on the belief that it's something in me that's wrong, mm. that people don't want to be friends with, that I, there's just something that is just not appealing about being my friend, that people uh, think I'm boring. That's a big one. I always find that people in my brain, I'm like, oh, they're just going to think I'm boring. If they really knew me, they'd think I was totally boring. 
which is really a funny thing, actually, if you know me, because I am the most unexpected random speaker of things that, that is in the world, really. So the belief structure that I created was when if they knew the real me, they wouldn't want to be my friend anymore. I absolutely I would bore the pants off of them. And mine wasn't boring. Mine was they just wouldn't like me. Like yeah. once they really got to know me, I wouldn't be smart enough, right. good enough. I was mean. I was bad. Mm-hmm. Like I had those things. Yes, and, me too. And this is what we were talking about is that's the fear. Yes. And that's what keeps us out of relationships is if they really get to know the real me. That was very much the healing process for me. It was healing uh, in me, right? That healed the relationships. Well, for me, it was I had to get really clear on what kind of friends I wanted to have. And then I had to, to be that person. And for me, the escape to that was I must just be inherently boring, bad, not good enough to be friends with, which is like a wah-wah victim story. Then I, I shouldn't even say victim story. It was a deep, it was a deep belief in me that there was something inherently wrong with who I am as a person, which is actually true about zero people in this world. There is zero people that are born onto this planet that don't have an inherent value in them that is supposed to be in their lives and in somebody else's life. So it was a lie I was telling to myself based on things that had happened to me or around me in my childhood. So when I got clear on, okay, so here's the deal. I feel like I'd like some really nice female friendships and I'm not, I have some good female friendships. I have a super close friend from high school. I have a super close close group of girlfriends from college. Um, I don't live near any of them, but I don't know that I was ever really 100% my authentic self with any of them either. They could see in me my inherent value when I couldn't, and they appreciated it, which is wonderful. That's a, kudos to them. Thank God for them, because it did show me kind of what that was like. But for me, so I got really, okay, here's what I'm doing. I'm set a goal. I like goals. What's what's my goal? I'd like some good girlfriends. Okay, what is a good girlfriend? It's this, this, and this. Okay, am I doing those things for myself? How can I be a friend to myself? Okay, good. Now I know how to do those things. You say nice things to yourself. Cool. Where am I not saying nice things to myself? Let's cut those out. You spend time with yourself. Okay, well, I already do a really good time job of that. I like I like my alone time. Great. Well, I'm going to be okay with that and know that I need that. I'm not going to be mad at myself because I can see that that's what I would value in a friendship. So I do that for myself and proud of myself. What else do I need? I need somebody that shows up there when I, you know, am in a spot and I want somebody to just hold space for me, not to coddle me, but to speak truth to me. Okay, how can I be that person for other people? Cool. Now I've I've understood it. Now I'm going to let it go. I'm going to say, this is what I want. Show me those people. And then I let, you could, you could say the universe brings them to you. God brings them to you. Your inner knowing brings them to you. But when I did that, when I asked for that specifically, what I was looking for, I kid you not, I can pinpoint the day where I recognized it was happening. It had been going on for a while, but I was in picking strawberries with my children and somebody I knew on the periphery was there with me picking strawberries and all of a sudden out of the blue, I also wanted people who would, who were interested in some of the same things that I am, wanted to talk about healing and, you know, meditation and all sorts of like God and like big things. Woman next to me picking strawberries who I kind of knew all of a sudden it's like dropping bombs I'm like wait she's into this she wants to talk about God on a different level than just like how she was raised she wants to like question it a little bit and like give it bigger space and she wants to talk about like letting go of the past and being you know how to be a good parent 
holy crap, it's working. It's yeah. working. Now, how do I be that person? And then this was the process of being involved in those relationships and growing them and being, what did you say? Vulnerable, right? Being courageous to be honestly myself now. That's the work. Yep, that's the work. And that's, for me, I didn't, I I remember I prayed for a friend, but I didn't like set an int- intention like that. It just happened. As I loved myself more, my life opened up to be able to receive and recognize and see the people that were friends. So before my healing journey, I was um, like drama and I'd create drama and I'd be attracted to drama. So like you put me in a room of people, I'm going to find the most dramatic, dysfunctional person and like that's my friend. That's who I want to be friends with. And I even recognize that. There was one time I was in a group uh, just meeting people and I was like, well, this is the one I probably you know, feel the most attracted to. I'm just going to wait and see. Sure enough, the one with the most drama. <laughs> like That's who I was attracted to. So then after that, after I healed and recognized, so I had to quit looking, um, being codependent with people, looking yeah. for self-worth from them. Like you're saying, I had to value myself. I had to be okay with my opinions and who I was if it disagreed with you. Disagreeing with people was hard. Um, and having a belief that you totally didn't believe in and being able to tell you that, that honesty, that vulnerability, like, no, I don't agree with you and just sit with that. And an unhealthy person can't do that. Right. They're not going to continue to be their friend, your friend if you disagree with them. And so that's where I evolved, where I was allowed to have my opinion, to value myself. Then the relationships evolved to people that loved me for me and they didn't need to agree with me. They were secure in themselves and I was secure in myself. And it's beautiful. And I had people, I had a couple people say, oh, I wish I was friends with you, you know, four years ago or whatever, because we had been in some of the same circles. Um, One person didn't. They lived out of state and then moved here. And I'm like, yeah, you couldn't have. You wouldn't have liked me. Like we couldn't have done this because I wasn't healthy enough. It required that ability to really be loving yourself enough to be honest about what you really want and don't want and who you are, your opinions to be safe. So you have to be safe within yourself first, safe to have those opinions and say, when they really get to know me and my opinion and what I think about this and how I feel about that, that it's enough, that I'm valuable, that I'm not boring or stupid or bad or wrong. Like for me, you know, that you accept yourself, then you can you'll attract other people that accept you as well. And a big part for me, I knew that I was on the right path when it was like, it actually doesn't matter to me anymore if they think I'm boring because then that just means they're not the right person. They're not a good fit, right? Instead of, so the other thing is you get more picky and you're not just like, it's not, you use the word victim and I don't know, it feels like that yeah. where you're just reacting. Like, oh, I'll just be friends with whoever's around me because they're around you me. take the, the scraps. You just take whatever comes and instead you're like, okay, like you set a goal and I started looking around understanding I had a choice. Yeah. Who, who do I want to be friends with? What does it require of me? It requires that I'm not needy, that I'm not calling them all the time. Like I had some bad boundaries about that in the past with other people that that I'm not requiring them to always be giving me compliments and telling me I'm good. Like I need to be doing that for myself. But yeah, instead of just whatever life throws at you, you get choosy about it because you're valuing yourself enough to be choosy. 
when I understood that there was, there were going to be people in this world that would be a puzzle match for me. And there were going to be people that weren't. And that didn't mean a thing about me. It just meant that we're all different and we all kind of get to go out into life. And, you know, like you said, sometimes you're not even a match at the time, but later you could be. Yes. That was such a, talk about a choice, right? It was like, holy crap, I could choose to think that people, the right people will like me whether I change or not. Sweet. Yeah. Like, bring me those people. That's what the calling in of the friends were. It's like, bring me the people that I mesh with, like that are into the things that I'm into. Yes. And then allow me to appreciate those friendships in the moment and not need to keep them so tightly in my hand that I'm squishing them, right? This like, uh, hold on to it, hold on to it so it doesn't go. No, I really had, I actually had a, an amazing, um, I would call it an amazing experience with a close friend just a few years ago where it was, there was a complete rupture in the relationship. And I think I've talked about this before, but the, the allowing for me to know that what we'd had as a friendship in the past was not changed whether we had a continued friendship or not, that I could still have such great memories about all that we'd done together and also be like, okay, it's blessed. Like, this is just the time. Like, There's this seasons. one is done and the next one comes in and that's okay. And I also allowed myself to grieve it Yes. so that I could be done with it and process it. And that was like a revelation. And we talked about this in our last episode, that idea of avoiding pain at all costs. No, 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 no. Like there's going to be pain. Walk through it. And it's like, it's the the key and the core is, am I looking for my worth outside? Yeah. Am I looking for my worth from the friend, from the relationship, from what it looks like or what I think it's supposed to be or the expectations or do I have that already? Am mm -hmm. I bringing myself? So the other thing is it's seasons with with different people and, and we're always growing. So we're gonna have friends for this amount of time and we're going to, we're not gonna do this perfectly, you know? And some people grow with us and some people are just for a season or a time and a space and it's, and maybe they're way ahead of us. I'm not saying like we outgrow people. Um, sometimes we do. And sometimes they might outgrow us or right. whatever. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's getting it in from within you. And this is where that honesty that we were speaking of comes into play. Yes. When you can be honest with yourself, like radically honest, was I a good friend? Where, instead of what did they do wrong, what did what could I have done differently or who would I like to be now that I know what I know who am I going to be in the next relationship who am I going to be tomorrow after you have like a disagreement with a friend you know even Serena and I we've become very good friends through the work that we've done which is such a blessing but my personality is such that I pick at things I'm like oh you've got something going on like let's pick at it and unravel it and she's like stop stop picking at the thing <laughs> and that honesty to know like oh that's what I do great thank you for telling me to stop oh I'm still doing that thank you for telling me to stop twice and for allowing me to be who I am and you can be who you are and we can come back tomorrow or change and go do something different and then I can be like oh huh well that's an interesting knowing about myself thanks for showing that to me Serena well that's what friendships do is like we have blind spots it's part of being human and we have things that there's nothing wrong with but maybe the other person doesn't like or whatever like that's part of relationship too we were talking about like sometimes you get into trouble because you expect yeah if it's a real good friendship we're always going to agree or for me the honesty is just saying how I really feel mm -hmm. because what I want to do is shut down 
And then we're no longer open yeah. with each other, you know? And then I'm just building resentment over and over and over. If you, this thing you do bugs me, but I don't tell you and I don't let it go, right? Cause I could, you could have something that bugs me and I just let it go, no big deal. But if it bugs me and I'm supposed to say something yeah. and I don't, then we're building resentment and then that's destroying the relationship. Uh, so the honesty is saying what you need to say. Mm-hmm. And we need to practice this. This does not come naturally. Do not expect to do it right the first time. You are going to stumble. You might do it in anger or totally in fear. Like the goal is courageous, honest vulnerability, right? So that's kind of the perfect. In <laughs> in your practice, you might be angry and scared and fearful and mean, right? That's part of the process of growing and learning how to be honest. And it takes just the wanting to do that, wanting to have those kinds of relationships that automatically grows them. Automatically you get better at it the more you practice. And then different people respond differently. Like some people are going to tell you outright maybe more than you want to hear <laughs> like they're going to communicate with you in a way that you might have to be like okay that's enough and some people are going to get angry and some people are going to not be honest or pull back like we're going to do different things as we figure this out as well yeah and you know we can look at that we always talk about you know your autonomic nervous system it goes into that fight flight or freeze that back brain response to danger but it's the same you really are kind of most people are uh, reacting in relationships in the same way are they fighting are they fleeing from it or are they freezing in it emotionally shutting down in it so you can also say well what am I doing in this relationship Um, because I think that's it's a big important piece to know how you are in the relationship and who you want to be ultimately in the relationship there's some people that are really good at relationships you might know somebody who is really good at friendship. You don't compare yourself to them. You can use them as an example. What is it that they're doing that I really want to embody, that I can learn from them, right? This is the difference between comparison and using people to expand your knowing of what's available to you. Yeah, and I think for me, it's the idea, I, I didn't even know I could learn. Like, I mean, that was part of the healing for me too, is like, oh, you can learn how to do this communication. You can learn, you can read Brene Brown's books on, you know, vulnerability and and you can learn how to be honest and you can practice. It's a practice. And to, there's other women out there that want to do this with you. Yeah, and it's a, such a big deal. I, I see it so often that people are lonely or you talk about your friendship and they're like, oh, I don't have that. And I think having this conversation is so important because it's like, it's not easy you know some people it does come more natural naturally for but if it is hard like don't give up on the idea your health is worth it you're gonna live longer right but like the richness of life like that's what i was talking with you about before we pushed record is like i just feel like so it gives me this um i feel like this strength and courage in the in the ability to do life like I know I can do life like I can do my business I can show up I can show up in my marriage I can do different things because I have this support system behind me and like that's new in the last five or six years and it's so valuable and it makes me feel so supported and strong 
and it's been worth it. I've had some painful relationships as I've been learning and I've had codependent relationships and I've had things where I was like, oh, this is so unhealthy. I have to break this off. And the other person didn't understand or they weren't happy about it and it was the right thing. So it's this learning process, but it's worth it. And if you're finding yourself in that situation where you're like, I don't have any good friends or that's for other people or like me, like I grew up around boys. I don't know how to do girls, you know, like it's not true. This is such a valuable thing. You don't want to like give up on it, like keep growing and do the inner work. That's number one. And then ask and set goals and intentions for these people. It's so worth it from from me who never could have imagined it 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you know, it even being valuable. And for me, who has just created a depth to relationships that I didn't think were going to be possible by being myself, valuing myself and showing up honestly in relationships, it really is a game changer. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So we encourage you to look around, decide what do I want and move towards that. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. (music) 